Hi friends, I'm so glad you're here, and I'm glad you're joining me for another episode of the Life Over a Beer podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Rose, and I am so excited to introduce you to our next guest, Heidi White. Heidi and I's friendship is built on a solid foundation of our love for agriculture, the importance of family and friends, and of course, our favorite pastime of drinking margaritas while eating Mexican food in the summer on a patio. It's just a great way to build a solid friendship. And if you haven't experienced that in life this summer, you should definitely go do that. It's well worth it. But what I've always enjoyed about Heidi is she's a few years older than me, and she's always been really willing to give me advice and help me set my priorities straight. Whether it's talking about buying a house for the first time, figuring out how to move up in my career and where I want to go, to, you know, really talking about relationships and friendships and what do we want out of them? What do we want to give into them in order to make them very strong and something that lasts a lifetime? And I'm so excited that she wanted to be on the show and we're just going to talk about priorities and I think it's going to be a great episode. You're going to love her. So go grab a beer and join us for this episode of Life Over a Beer. Okay, folks, I'm here with Heidi White, and Heidi, do you want to tell us what we're drinking? It's just a Perry, it's called Perry Craft Cider, but yeah, it's like a pear flavored, the brand is called Ace. Awesome. I'm drinking another cider. Um, It's called Cider Boys Peach Country, and it's a Wisconsin company. Super good, super sweet, makes me think of summer, but also I think (laughs) our friendship makes me think of summer and margaritas and Mexican food. (laughs) That's what our friendship makes me think of. I don't know if I'm just in a, like, now that Christmas is over. I'm usually never this kind of person. But now that Christmas is over, I'm just like, okay, we can just skip right on to warmer seasons and drinking on patios. Like, I don't want to be stuck in my Um, house with the pandemic. Absolutely. So, Heidi, what I've always loved about you is I feel you are very mindful about where you're at in your season of life. You know, I, you're a couple of years older than me, and I've just always really appreciated that you kind of know what you want. And I think that takes a lot of time, and I think that takes a lot of life experience to figure out what you want. Um, and I know you and I have talked a lot about just figuring out what, what works for you, even if it's not everyone else's timetable. So do you want to kind of talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So um, start with, I guess I... I have not always known what I wanted. Um, I feel like I've gone through quite a few life experiences that has taught me what I wanted. Um, But I grew up obviously on a farm in agriculture and went to college um, straight out of high school, obviously. And I did quite a few internships in high school and college. Um, I majored in landscape architecture at the University of Kentucky. It was a five-year bachelor degree. No shame in that. I did too. I was five-year. <laughs> yeah. Graduated college in 2008. Upon graduation, as many of you know, 2008 was like the down spiral of the economy. So when I graduated, there weren't exactly jobs out there for, you know, new graduates, I guess, 
per se, because everybody wanted you to have experience. And it was like, you know, if you don't allow someone to have experience, it's kind of a hard place to start. So I got a job in retail straight out of college. Obviously, I had bills to pay. Um, and from there, I worked a few different jobs. I feel like a lot of the jobs that were available at the time in my degree in landscape architecture were East Coast, West Coast. So I obviously would have had to pack up, move my life. And that was not what I wanted. Obviously, I was born and raised on a farm, small town girl, and <laughs> kind of took a different path, I guess you could say. Um, so I worked retail uh, probably for about four years. So yeah, 2008 to 2012 to be exact. I worked a few other different jobs. I did work um, a few jobs within my degree, but they didn't pan out. I didn't like them. I wasn't happy. So um, I wound up at the time, obviously, I had actually been in a long-term relationship of four years. So <laughs> 2008 upon graduation to 2012. And at that time, um, we broke up, split ways. And from there, I really, you know, dug deep and was like, what am I going to do with my life? Where do I want to go? How am I going to get there? So I wound up uh, going to Wilmington College. Not, I went to the, um, the guidance counselor type job placement person at Wilmington College. I didn't physically go there um, for schooling, but I went there and she helped me put my resume together as I decided. It was kind of one of those things like, even though I went to school for five years and have a degree in landscape architecture, it's not what I wanted to do. So I kind of fell back to my roots mm -hmm. and I had her help me write up my and build my agriculture experience on there and started applying for jobs. She helped me. She put me on a bunch of different um, PDLs that were, you know, jobs um, locally that I could apply for and um, interview for and whatnot. So I wound up from there um, interviewing with Cargill, which is where I currently work. So I started there in September of 2012, um, entry level elevator operator dumping trucks. <laughs> and I have pretty much worked my way up. Um, I've worked at, gosh, probably three or four of the different facilities, but I am currently working in Bloomingburg, Ohio, um, in the office as customer service and sales support. So, that's where I've gotten, obviously, um, educationally, I guess you could say, and or workplace-wise. But I really had, like I said, when I graduated college and was working in retail and went through that breakup, it was then that I, and I was older, I mean, I was 26, 27 at the time. So it was then that I, you know, <laughs> really decided I've got to figure this out. I've got to get my priorities in order priority street, I should say, and yeah. really figure out what I wanted to do. Well, and so our audience is 25 through our average audience for the show is 25 through about that early, like late thirties, early forties. And I think it's super important to note, like, I know you said that like, oh, well I was older, 
I also think that if you realize your life is not going the direction you want, it is totally okay, no matter what age you are, to say, mm, that's, yep. I think I need to pivot. And I think we've seen that a lot during the pandemic, too, of people having to pivot. Yeah, you always, I mean, I feel like, you know, if you come to a point in life and you not going down the path or not happy, there is absolutely, I mean, I have been told by multiple people, pretty much you started over at the age of 27. And I was like, absolutely. And am I happy with where I've gone? And, you know, what is taking to get there? Absolutely. Well, and I think they put so much pressure on that, like, high school and college age kid to know exactly what they want in life, even though they haven't really experienced, I mean, they've experienced life, but not with all the responsibilities of life and the in and out the day. Like, I think it's really easy when you're in college to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to work at a job, even if I don't like it, because it'll pay the bills. And then you get doing that job. And if it's a job you hate, Absolutely. your whole life Absolutely. becomes miserable because you spend a lot of time there. Yes, I totally 100% agree. And that's kind of where I was at. I mean, it's, it's not bad to look back on my college experience because obviously it was really was like the five best years of life. But when it came to schoolwork and education, it was one of those things I struggled through it. I mean, I had my classes though were because it was a design degree. They literally, it was like a full-time job. Like I had a design studio that was, I think it was like one thirty to five or one thirty to five thirty Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I had three other classes on top of that. So it literally was like a full-time job and I had five years of it, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, and I struggled through it and I just like, for whatever reason at that like age or that state of, you know, like where I was at, at that point in life, it was like, I guess I just had this mindset that the real, the real world won't be like this, you know, like work won't be like this. Like once I get through this, you know, like just push through and I'll be fine. That obviously was how it all worked out. So you live and you learn though. Yeah, that's exactly it. I think a lot of young professionals really struggle because I've been there too, where you hustle till it hurts yep. and you think that that's like what you're supposed to do to be successful. And I think you have to do that a little bit to a degree. Like you have to, you have to be doing something that no one else is doing in order to get recognized. But at the same time, like you can't work 30, 40 years pulling 12 hour days. It just doesn't work. Like your body will give up. Yep. There's a fine line. Yeah, there's a fine line. I mean, even in my current job, which obviously um, is, like I said, customer service and sales support at Cargill, we've gone through a lot of changes recently within the company. And I mean, it was probably the roughest harvest I've had since I've been there for eight years now. And it was just one of those things, like we were making a lot of changes um, internally and with like our settlement process and um, the realignment of like our internal um, employees. And there was a lot of work thrown on our plate, like literally pre-harvest, like two weeks before harvest, full-blown harvest. So it was very stressful and very long days. Harvest is always hard, but I feel like this year, which obviously I feel like a lot of this crowd is, you know, agricultural related, but as you know, the commodity markets are very high right now. So that was, you know, in addition to 
all of the changes being thrown on our plate. So it was just like chaos, complete chaos. And I mean, you know, there were a lot of long days, but at the end of it, it was like, shoo, I think we've made it through this. <laughs> so, I mean, there's still, there's still some extra hours and long days now, but as I said, like the, the markets are still going, they're still on the run. So, but for the most part, we're through it. And it's one of those things like you expect it, but I just feel like this last year was chaos. Absolutely. And for all of our drinking buddies that are not in the ag sector, harvest is an insane season. <laughs> uh, it's just, I, I think it's hard to put into words how much stuff is happening during planting and harvesting season. And everybody had this year a COVID and this thing happening. Well, farmers had COVID and low prices at the beginning and then high prices at the end, but also like drought when they didn't need it and rain when they didn't need it. It was, I don't know. It's always chaos in the ag sector, but I felt like COVID added a whole new level of it. But like you were referring, like you knew, okay, there is a lot happening. It's going to be some hustle till we hurt kind of days. But we also know that we're going to, like, once we get through this season, we're going to see some relief. Whereas Absolutely. young professionals, sometimes we're just like, you have to hustle till you, till you hurt, <laughs> literally till you retire. That's not realistic. Yeah. Not going to happen. <laughs> it's not. And it's not. I mean, like, seriously, I have come to find out like I love my eight to five Monday through Friday job like I really do I am right where it's supposed to be when it comes to you know like my full-time job but here recently I've even picked up you know like I started a small business on the side and have <laughs> had other opportunities present themselves you know like just along the way and I am all game for it. Like you said, you have to hustle hard. And I'm just one of those people. I mean, I guess at this point in life, like I have goals and I have things that I want to do and I have my priorities straight and it's a go. Yeah. What advice would you give to folks that are trying to figure out their priorities? I would say start with your end goal. So where do you want to be? And from there, make a timeline, or make a list, I guess I would say more than timeline of what you think it's going to take to get to your end goal. Mm -hmm. And then break it down into smaller goals to reach the end goal. So start small, obviously, but you have to think big picture and what yeah. it's going to take to get and there. And I think that's super important for any of our folks that maybe feel that 2020 was kind of a washout year. I want to create goals in 2021, but things are still looking a little turbulent. Find ways to make small wins. Cause just like you said, like eventually Absolutely. you're gonna hit this big goal, but there is a lot of uh, points to be made between your big goal and where you are right now. And I will say small changes and consistency go a long way. Yeah, I think sometimes at, especially at the beginning of the year or when we're starting a new season, it's really easy to list off 20 things. Like I want to eat healthy and I want to be smarter and I want to, you know, move up a salary bracket and I want to do all these things. And realistically, you probably can't do them all at once. No, but you're absolutely right. You can do something small every single day. Yep. 
my dad, um, when I was in my, like just starting my job, I was also in the mode where I wanted to change all these different things. And the thing that stuck with me that my dad always said was, you can't change the world overnight, but you can do something little every single day to make it a little better. Absolutely. And I think about that a lot. So Heidi, like, not to spill all your secrets, but what kind of big goals do you have? Well, <laughs> I am 35, no kids, not married yet. Um, but we currently live in Sabina. Um, so we are kind of in a weird place, not really a weird place, but kind of an in-between, I guess, more than a weird place. Um, so we eventually want to move, I believe, um, closer to kind of between Washington Courthouse and Chilla Coffee, um, just for commuting um purposes more than anything i mean i don't have a far drive but he has like 45 plus minutes so um and if we move it would still be about the same distance so we haven't decided yet um whether we want to buy land and build or if we're going to find something but (laughs) we have very expensive tastes between both of us so I don't really know how that's gonna all work out but um so yeah hopefully eventually in the next few months to years I'm not sure um obviously eventually plan a wedding and get married and hopefully build or buy a new house so big picture obviously all of it takes money obviously and a lot of money so but it's good to know that I have a significant other that is like in it with me and hustles hard as well and we both are like nose to the grind every day and want nice things and have big goals if you don't mind me asking how do you communicate that with others because I think sometimes we struggle I don't I hate using the term like calling your shot but I feel like if you're in a relationship with someone and you have really big goals you have to talk about it oh absolutely Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like obviously, as I said, I'm 35 and not married, no kids. Um, So I feel like that kind of goes back to my long-term four-year relationship that I was in that obviously we split our ways after four years. And I feel like from there, it kind of started, you know, like I know what I want. I know what I want in a significant other. Like, you know, if we're not on the same page, like at that point, like when I met Derek, um, we obviously, you know, started from like the bottom up. Like we obviously were friends, you know, we talked about what we wanted. We talked about where we were going. We talked about, um, you know, like how we were going to get there, I guess, basically. And not saying that it was easy because I already had a place to live, but, um, we had some place to start. Obviously I did it on my own (laughs) from the ground up. Mm -hmm. So, um, but that was kind of the foundation of where we started and it gave us a place to start together, you know, and to build from there. So we, um, obviously, you know, have this property, I guess you could say, you know, that we will probably eventually sell, you know, to put towards something else, but you got to start somewhere. 
And that's kind of where it was, is that, you know, when I went through that breakup and actually lived with my brother for a short amount of time because he was <laughs> good enough to take me in and put a roof over my head. It was just, you know, one of those things like, again, you have to learn and it was a hard decision on my part, but looking back, I mean, there were years and months, days, days, months, years, you know, that like, I just didn't think I was going to make it through and, you know, second guess myself and, you know, things like that. But in the end, like I can honestly look back on it now and think, you know, that all happened for a reason. Like I am right where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, I love that you said that because I think so many people like feel like all they're doing is just trying to survive to the end of the week to start another week. So I, I'm a big fan of like, if you think you're drowning, keep paddling because you're probably right at the breaking point. Like you're, you're right at the tipping point of going from just surviving to thriving because it's a hard, like the last 100 yards of paddling is hard. Yep. But that's when you're about ready to hit it. Yep. You are. And absolutely if you feel like right. it's not where you're supposed to be, you're probably right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's like the whole trust your gut or trust your instinct, go with your gut, trust your instinct. Like, I feel like those are very true words. And if it doesn't feel right in your gut, if it doesn't feel right in your heart, like you can only go against that for so long, I feel like. Yeah. No, I've experienced that with my life too, where I'm, I'm doing stuff because I feel like I'm supposed to be doing things, but like, it just doesn't feel right. And as soon as I stopped trying to do that and just really hustled hard to go a different direction, that's where I saw things happening that I actually wanted. Yeah. So Heidi, as we, um, you know, look into this year, as we look into prioritizing, what are the ways that you kind of feel in your gut that you know you're going the right direction? Like, are there different things that happen in life that kind of make you feel that like, yeah, I think this is right. Or do you just have to learn that from experience? I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. As I said, where I'm at with Derek, my significant other, Like we didn't just get there overnight. As I said, you know, like we've built a foundation and we've communicated what we both want and where we're both going. But as far as like my job and professionally, obviously Cargill is a very big company and is a good company to work for. Um, And I feel like there's always opportunities for advancement. Um, And I know that I have been wanting to advance. I did just get a promotion in November. However, it's still not the promotion that I have been looking for or working towards. So, I mean, with that, um, as I said, some of the jobs were realigned. So, um, hopefully, in, I don't know, um, time-wise, I guess, but hopefully within the near future, you know, an opportunity will present itself there in which I can advance professionally, as well as, like I said, I started a small business and I can grow that over time um, with being consistent Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Well, and I think it's important what you said too about, I think in order to work with someone else towards a common goal, you do kind of have to figure out what you want to. 
because that's the only way that's the only way we move people forward or when people move themselves forward it has to come from an internal i want to do this yes oh yeah because we know how hard it is to change ourselves it's impossible to change <laughs> another person think of how hard it is to change yourself and your yep. own habits now you're asking someone else to do it just because that's not their dream you know i don't know as i said i feel like i keep going back to this whole ex relationship i guess you could say or past relationship but it really puts things into perspective. Like I would have never have thought that I would like, literally I was in a sorority in college and we had to do, you know, the whole new member interviews. And it was like, where do you see yourself at the age of 25? Well, I graduated at the age of 23 because I had a five-year program. So like our new members were like, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? And at the time it was, I'll be 25 years old. And I'm like, well, hopefully married, <laughs> have a good job. You know, like, I feel like that's everybody's goal. Never in my life would I have expected to be 10 years older than that and still not married, but it's life and I'm okay with it. And like, I feel like getting on that path was kind of rough, but I feel like I literally was put in the position and it came across the obstacles that I did for a reason. It was like everything that happened. Yeah. And I know that's so cliche. Like, I feel like, you know, you hear all the time, everything happens for a reason, but it's like, when it all starts to fall in place, you look back and you're like, it was like a God moment, like, aha, like it really did happen. You know, like it's, it's hard to explain until it happens. And then you look, can look back on it right. and think, I'm right where I belong. Like, it's just a feeling, I guess. Well, and I think there's a lot of truth to that because you probably wouldn't make certain decisions if you haven't lived through certain things. Absolutely. You know, a majority of our habits are based off of experiences that we've either been taught or we've gone through. So, you know, if you, if you hadn't had some of those failures, if you hadn't had that rough relationship, that, you know, kind of moment of like, okay, this is not where I want to be. You would not yep. look for something else. Yep. And I feel that way a lot with my life. And I hear it from other people too. And you're right. Like it, everybody thinks it's super cliche to say everything happens for a reason. But holy crap, when things happen for a reason, you're like, oh yeah, that's, yep. that's exactly it. Yep. <laughs> totally <laughs> <Exactly> agree. <laughs> so Heidi, uh, I ask every guest this question. And it's, it's just, I don't know. I think it's such a thought provoking, but also like the realest real question what advice would you give your 25 year old self that maybe you wouldn't have known at 25 so as i alluded to the fact when i was in college and was asked what i or where i would be at the age of 25 i think it all goes back to get your priorities straight i know that at that time it's kind of hard to think i mean at 25, I was out of college, but I'm thinking like in college, I guess, to get to 25, like you got to live life. You got to have fun. I mean, I had fun in college and it was one of those things, maybe a little too much fun <laughs> looking back on it, but if that's even possible. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, when I got out of college, like I said, I worked a retail job for four years because I had bills to pay. Not everybody does, but you know, if you can keep your finances straight and have fun and live your life, just make sure you have your priorities in line and set goals, whether they're small or big. And 
at least have an idea of where you're going and what you want. Always have that in the back of your mind, regardless of, you know, if you're single and having fun or, you know, if you're looking for that next step, but at least know what you want and where you're going or have an idea of it. And I think it's super important to note for any of our friends that are like, "Mm, I really don't know if I'm right where I need to be, is that your priorities most likely will not be the exact same as everyone else's. Everyone's got different bills to pay. Everyone's got different life stuff going on. So if your priorities is, hey, I need to keep a roof over my head and food in my belly and keep the lights on, that's fine. If your priorities is I have lots of um, opportunities ahead and I want to make sure I'm on my A game and I'm networking the way I need to be, that's totally fine too. Yep. Um, that everybody's priorities are exact are not exactly the same. Right. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And I feel like your priorities change, you know, as you get older and you grow up and, you know, like my priorities obviously were totally different at the age of 23 when I graduated from until now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. You've got to, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have goals, but I also think you need to reevaluate them often. You know, in the cattle industry, we always say, like, call early and call often when you're figuring out what's best for your Uh herd. Do that with your life. Seriously, folks. Like, figure out what's good for you and what's not working. You'll be much happier (laughs) Good advice. uh, If you do it and do it. Good advice. (laughs) So, Heidi, if people want to connect with you, because you also are now a brand representative uh, for a boutique, which is awesome. You have your own little side business going on. If people want to connect with you, how can they do that? Um, I have a personal email that I would prefer rather than my work email, but um, it is simply mm-hmm. ohioagchick at gmail.com. So it's Ohio, O-H-I-O, ag is an agriculture chick, C-H-I-C-K at gmail.com. And yeah, anybody, anybody is more than welcome to reach out to me if they have questions or want to chat. I am an open book. Awesome. Uh, Heidi, can we please just fast forward through the end of this pandemic? <laughs> we can go back to drinking margaritas and talking about life on patios. Warm weather and patios. Warm weather. Yes. Patios and patio drinking. Yes. That's like all I want in life right now. <laughs> but anyways, I am so thankful that you were on the show. I really appreciate it. And I'm, I've just always appreciated all the great life advice you gave me. And you're just, no I don't know, you're such an approachable person. So <laughs> anybody who doesn't know Heidi personally, she is like one of the nicest. And she is right. She's a super open book. Um, you can always ask her questions about stuff. I know I do. Um, and I just really appreciate you being on the show. No problem. Thank you. Yeah. So friends, if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the show on whatever podcast player you're listening to, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google Play. Also go and find Life Over Beer on Facebook and Instagram and like our show so that way you can get information about the guests every single week. And until next time, I hope you enjoy Life Over Beer. Cheers.